Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pastor Patty Ellis with Harvest New Life Church International, Harvest New Life Studios. It is a beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us be glad in it. Today we're going to talk about what's inside your vessel. So let's get our paper. Let's get our pens. Let's see what God is telling us today. We'll be back with you in just a moment. It is always a pleasure to come forth today and to always speak with God's people. It is just not only a pleasure, but it's a privilege. And we want you to continue to to stay focused on God's plan for your life. Today, we're going to talk about what's inside your vessel. You know, we, God sees everything. God sees every part of us. 
all the innards, all the outers, but not everybody else can see. But what we're worried, not worried about, excuse me, what we're focusing on is what's inside our own vessel. What do people see? Do they see Christ through us? Or is our vessel tainted and full of garbage? (laughs) Or is it maybe just a little shady in there? But we want to just take a look at that today. We're going to look at some scriptures. So before we get started, we want to get to a point where we're we're ready to hear the word of God, that we're at a receptive place. So I just want you to take a moment and let's just open up with prayer. We thank you, Lord, for this day that you created. We thank you, Lord, for once again, just allowing us to come together to hear the word of God. We ask you, Lord, that you open up our spiritual ears and open up our spiritual eyes that we may hear and we may see the direction that you have for each and every one of us. Lord, help us to forget about this morning, yesterday, last week, so we can be present with you right now. So we can have to have our ears really keen to what you have to say to each and every one of us as we go forth today in your word. Help us, Lord, to continue to to do better in our lives, to be better vessels for you. Lord, use me as a vessel for you. Take me out of it. Put all of you in it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thank thank you for joining us. It's so fun to come to the Word of God. It's a pleasure to always be forth and to be able to, to even speak the Word of God is an honor. And it allows us to, to be so connected to our Heavenly Father. When we're going to talk today about what's inside your vessel, I'm also talking what's inside of my vessel, that we want to bring others into the kingdom. That's what a disciple does. Those that are lost out there, those that that need to come into the kingdom and maybe just don't know how, they see by example. And what kind of an example are we as a vessel? Do people see Christ through us? Or what What do they say? And this is not about judging other people. This is about really looking from within. Looking at ourselves as a vessel. You looking at yourself as a vessel and I'm looking at myself as a vessel. What kind of a representative of the kingdom am I? And we want to come straight to the word of God. We always come to the living, breathing word of God because there's so much instruction in the word of God and there's so much power in the word of God. This is how we are connected to our father. This is how we're connected to the kingdom. This is how we get our instruction. We get our instructions through the word, living, breathing word of God and also through prayer. That it just doesn't, If we lay on top of the Bible, it doesn't just soak up into us. We actually have to open it up and we have to read it. And we have to see what is God showing me in my life. And what we put in is what people see. Because what we put in is what comes out. So let's come into the word of God. And we're going to start first in Matthew 23. Let's see what God is showing you. 
And let's see what God is showing me in the word of God about what's inside of our vessels. So in Matthew 23, we are going to come to the 25th verse. So scroll down. This was um, during a time where, where Jesus was with the scribes and the Pharisees. Those are the leaders. And those are the ones that felt that they could judge others. And they did. They judged others. And they felt that you did everything. If you did everything by tradition, it was the right way to do it. But as we know that, that Jesus looked at what's inside of the of people, it wasn't about the traditions. It was about the kingdom and it was about God. And have you ever been in a conversation with somebody that they just see things differently? And we have to be concerned about how we are as vessels. And we have to be concerned of what we're filling this vessel up with. Because again, it's, it's going to show whatever you put in is what is going to, going to show. And what are we putting in? Let's look at the, the scripture. We're going to come to the 25th verse. And it says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of exhortation and self-indulgence. Let's go a little bit further up. And we wanted to give you kind of a, a a background. So Jesus is with these leaders and they're, you know, let's take it, let's just take it to the, to the beginning, to the very first verse. Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe that observe and do, but do not do according to their works for they say, and they do not do. For they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. Have you ever seen that before? That sometimes in and sometimes we see it even in churches that that people do things just by the works to be seen. But that's not what the kingdom is about. That's not what being a vessel is about. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places of, at feasts, the best seats in synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you all are brethren. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do not call anyone by earth your father. 
For one is your father who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you, you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Pretty strong words here. Woe to you, blind guides who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? Jesus is just spelling out how the Pharisees and the scribes were conducting themselves. They were doing it all for show and for tradition. But they were hurting the brethren, the people. They're, they were not looking at it in the right way. Look at the 25th verse. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of exhortation and self-indulgence. Let me look at that in this, the Amplified version. It says, Woe to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they were full of exhortation and robbery and self-indulgence, unrestrained greed. You spiritually blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup of the plate, examine and change your inner self to conform to God's precepts, so that the outside, your public life and deeds may be clean also. Woe to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead man's bones and everything unclean. So you also outwardly seem to be just and upright to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. They did the scribes and the Pharisees did everything by, by tradition. And what Jesus was saying is that you have it backwards. You have it wrong. You do everything by tradition, by the book and making yourselves look great on the outside. But what's inside is what matters. With what was inside of the scribes and the Pharisees was basically garbage. 
they didn't worry about how they were. They just worried about how they were perceived. And is that not how sometimes we are? I think we might have, might all be guilty at some point in our lives. We might have been that way, or maybe we are like that right now. When you bring yourself, and when you have given yourself over to the kingdom, it's about the kingdom. It's not about us anymore. In order for us to be effective vessels, what's effective is how we are on the inside what our character is. It's not about how we are on the outside. The in is what's important. And I think it's, sometimes we get that backwards. We have to look at this. That's why we have to stay in the word of God. That's how, that's why we have to stay connected to the word of God to remind us how are we inside? What do people see when they see us? What is our character? What's the quality of, of us? Do we even look at that? We have to see who we are in Christ. To be effective, we have to be about the kingdom. We're God's people. We have to be of good character. We have to set good examples. We're disciples to bring those that are lost into the kingdom. We don't want to scare off those that are lost. We want to bring them in. And how we are each and every day and how we are when nobody is looking. That's what matters. That's our character. That's our inward character. We're not a show. We're God's children. And we have to look at that every single day. See who we are in the inside. And when we have the word of God, it gives us so much information and so many guidelines in our walk, in our kingdom walk. And it's so much strength. Everything that we do is our character. Everything that we do. Let's take take you over to Romans. We're going to go to Romans 5. Let's go over to the New Testament in Romans 5. We're about, in this ministry, we are about the word of God because we know what power is in the word. We know that there's power here. We know that this is our instruction. This is what feeds us. What feeds us is what's going to show. And as the apostle always says, the leader of this ministry, he says that, that whatever you feed grows. And what are we feeding? Because that's what's growing and that's what's in the inside of us. What are we feeding? And we're in Matthew 5. So therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Look at this third verse. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, 
knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And I look at this. God uses everything in our life, everything in our life that builds our character. And have you ever seen somebody who goes through some some um, troubles in life and you look at yourself and how they react to it? And whenever I go through some tribulation in my life, I always try to look back at it and say, what kind of a vessel was I? Did I kick and scream through it? Did I learn what God had to show me? Because whatever circumstance or situation that you have in your life, God uses that. He uses that for you to learn. And uses that to mold your character. And did we even think about that as we went through those tribulations and those trials in our life. I like to learn as opposed to having to do it over again. Because God knows me and God knows you and he knows what we need. But remember, we are vessels in this kingdom. We have a special purpose. You have a special purpose. I have a special purpose. We all have a special purpose in this life, in this kingdom. And he wants us to, to work on the vessel that, that we are. He constantly gives us opportunities to, to groom our character. To groom how we are on the inside and to refine us. And I think about this and I use this analogy different times about it's like sandpaper. Have you taken sandpaper and put it on your arm or on your, you know, on your skin and rub it? What, what happens? It doesn't feel good. It's not a great feeling. But what sandpaper does when you put it on, let's say put it on wood. What happens when you go back and forth? It becomes smooth. And when it becomes smooth, then you can work with it. Whether you paint it, whether you stain it, whatever you happen to do with it. But it makes it smooth. Imagine sitting on a wooden bench that hasn't been sanded and it's real rough and it, you know, it tears at your skin and your clothes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But if it were sanded and smooth, it would be comfortable to sit on. And what God does is he uses that sandpaper in our lives. And he smooths us out and refines us. How is he doing that? He's doing that to circumstances and situations and, and he works with us. But what happens sometimes we don't want to be sanded. You know, we, we take a stand and we decide that we don't want that to happen. But we have to remember we're a vessel 
we let God work in our lives because when he sands us, he's smoothing us out. He's making us stronger. He's making us more pliable to be able to, to use. And sometimes what happens is we think that that's, that's not strength. That if we let God use us and refine our character, that's not making us stronger. But remember that his ways are not our ways. He said that in his scripture. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We can't possibly figure out how God works. It's up to us to be stay, to stay connected to the word of God and let God work in our lives. We want to be refined from within because that makes us more effective as a vessel. When we're not kicking and screaming and yelling, it's hard to hear when you're yelling. It's hard to hear the word of God when you're yelling. And when I say yelling, kicking and screaming, have you ever been in a busy, busy restaurant and it's lots of, lots of stuff going on? Um, maybe you hear dishes, maybe you hear people talking. It's really hard to hear people. Like maybe you're with somebody that's sitting across the table and you're having to lean forward and it's hard to hear when it's real busy in a restaurant. Well, when we are not receptive to our heavenly father, it's, we can't hear what our heavenly father is saying to us because that noise is, is like distractions in our life. It's like situations that are distractions in our life. It is hard to hear our heavenly father. And when it's hard to hear our heavenly father, we don't hear those prompts in our life. We don't see the prompts in our life because we're distracted. And what happens is when we're distracted, we can't work on our inside. So we have to purposely come to the word of God. We have to purposely have our spiritual ears open so we can work on what's in the inside of us. Let's go to Galatians. We're going to go to Galatians um, 5 and 22. We do things differently when we're in the kingdom. We're no longer in the world. We live in the world, but we're no longer of the world. We're not doing the things that we once did before. In order for us to be effective, in order for us to continue to be refined, letting that means letting God work on us, use that sandpaper on us. We remove ourselves from what we once did. We do things differently. Remember those that God's ways and our ways aren't the same. We do things differently. Let's look at the 16th verse. I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and those that are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Okay. The, the flesh is like the world, the, the past wanting to pull us back into what we used to do into what's not godlike 
We have to do things purposely. When we walk in the spirit, that means that we're doing things purposely. We are following God's lead. We're following the word of God. We're being connected to the word of God. We're reading the word of God. We're letting God speak to us while we read the word of God. Living, breathing word. And then the flesh, the world, and the kingdom are two different things. And that's like the flesh and all the things, all the things that that are enticing to us, all the things that that sometimes we just kind of want to go back to what's what we're used to. That's like the world and the kingdom. They're opposite. That's what we're saying is contrary to one another. They're opposite. They like fight against each other. You're either one or the other. And when we go back and forth, that's like polluting our vessel. We are sometimes in the world, we're sometimes in the kingdom. Sometimes in the world, sometimes in the kingdom. Maybe we're just in the kingdom when we're on Sundays, when we go to church. But what we are every single day, what we are when people aren't watching, that's who we are inside. That's our, that's our character. That's what we have to feed. What's inside, we feed them the kingdom. We fill the king, we fill this vessel up with the kingdom. Because we we do have to walk in the spirit. We have to walk in the kingdom. We have to walk the kingdom ways. Whatever we feed grows. So we feed the kingdom. We get our vessels, we feed and pour the kingdom into us. That's what's going to affect the inside. Everything that grows on the inside is what's going to come out. And we do have to, to look every single day that what's inside my vessel? What am I feeding my vessel? Am I allowing it to grow with good kingdom information? Or am I allowing it to grow with, with the world? We can't be pulled back and forth. We have to do one. We have to do the other. And I want to take you to, let's go to Second Peter 1 and 5. Second Peter... We're still in the New Testament, 2 Peter 1 and 5. Let's, let's look at this. We're talking about what's in us. And the Word of God gives us so much opportunity to work what's inside of our vessels. And what I love about the Word of God, when I say that it's a living, breathing Word, and I say that a lot because... It is when you read for yourself, what happens is your, your life comes full face in front of you and the Lord works with you and shows you things in your own life and situations and circumstances. And if you've never experienced that before, I encourage you to, to stay in the word of God and the Lord will show you 
in your life. That's how he works. And that's how your vessel gets fed. Let's look at the fifth verse. We're in Second Peter 1 and 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. And I always say too that God works in steps in our lives. God works through every situation in our life. God works through every circumstance in our life. We have a lot of opportunities for God to work with us and work with what's inside of us. But look at all those steps in that scripture. Add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge, knowledge self-control, self-control perseverance, perseverance godliness. See, we're feeding to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see how when we get that fed into our vessel, we're going to be fruitful. That means that what comes out of us is going to be shared. People are going to see that. That we're not going to be without. We're going to have that knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the inside character. That's working on us every single day. We don't do things like we used to. We strive for the kingdom. And I've been in, in my own personal life and in the ministry have had the opportunity to see how that scripture comes to life in many different people. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in, in um, people that we've associated with the ministry and, and friends that when you purposely look to feed that the scriptures into you, your life is changed. You, you will start to do things different. That's when, when God starts to refine you using that sandpaper on you. And he starts to make some changes in your life. It's all in steps. But we have to be purposeful about that. We have to be purposeful in letting God work within us. Take you one step at a time. And, and that's just like in, in school. You know how you started in kindergarten. You go through first and second and third. And you go through all of those years. That it takes some time, doesn't it? It takes some time to learn. And that's how it is in the kingdom. We do it little by little by little. But we take steps every single day. And what happens is 
what's inside of us gets refined and we gain more knowledge and what happens with that vessel our vessel starts to to be fruitful and we start to share it with others and that's how awesome the kingdom works and how God works with us but we have to be purposeful and there was a a Proverbs and Proverbs 20, 28 and 6. It says, Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though to be rich. And I, and I think about this as, you know, what's if you don't have the integrity, if you don't have that refinest within you, the rest, it doesn't even matter. Because in this kingdom, it's about, it's about what's inside. It's about the vessel. It's about what we can do for the kingdom. We all have a purpose. And the Lord wants us to fulfill our purpose. And I, and I know that with myself, and I could talk about myself in this vessel, that I want to be the greatest vessel that I can be that God has called me to be. But I have to do my part. I have to be connected to our Heavenly Father in order to get the instructions. I have to be, I have to have the character that He wants me to have. I can't just do things however I want to do it. Then I have to follow my Heavenly Father. The more that you're humble and that your spiritual ears are open, the more that your Heavenly Father can work with you. And when you get to the place where you continue in doing that, you'll see that strength grow within your vessel. And you'll see how those spiritual ears can tend to get stronger and the spirit, your spiritual eyes will get stronger that you'll see the, the direction that God has for you in your life and you start to, to move with it and get stronger and more refined. But we have to, to look at that every single day. Where are we? And are we even trying to open up our spiritual ears and open up our spiritual eyes? We have to be purposeful in what we do each and every day. And I want to take you to one more scripture. We're going to go into... Philippians 4. So you will you all turn to me, turn with me to Philippians 4. And we're going to go to the eighth verse. And it said, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good rapport, if there is any virtue and if anything, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. This is the part where we're purposely living for the kingdom. Remember how I said earlier that whatever you feed grows, this is part of it. What are you allowing to come 
into your vessel. Because remember, whatever is in is going to show. Are we being fruitful? Or is what coming out of us unfruitful? We have to be purposeful in what we're allowing coming into the vessel and what we're associated with. I want to read that in the Amplified Version in that eighth verse. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your hearts. What happens when we think on these things? What's inside of us grows and gets stronger. We are to be fruitful. Our vessels are to be fruitful. But we can't be fruitful unless we feed good things. That's why in the scripture we need to meditate on those things. We do things differently in the kingdom, don't we? We want to be the best vessels that we can be. But we have to see what's inside our vessels. Look at that every day. Focus on that every day. What's inside your vessel? What's inside my vessel? Ask that of yourself. Are we focusing on that? We want to be fruitful for the kingdom. We want to be the most effective disciples that we can for this kingdom. But we have to do our part. And in this ministry, we're about of our part to do our part because that's how we come together in the kingdom. We all have to do our part. And that's the strength of it. When we get all together in this kingdom, we can do mighty things. Mighty things for our Heavenly Father. But we have to do our part. We have to look at our character. We have to look at within. That's our strength. What's within. We want to feed this vessel good stuff. We have to be connected to the Word of God. And I want, to, I want to encourage you all to continue to be in the Word of God. What is God showing you? And, and when you ask yourself that question, what's inside of your vessel? What, what am I doing? Am I fulfilling the purpose that God has set out for me? Am I letting God refine me? Because I tell you, once, once you do that, you... Your life is changed. And when you start to hear those promptings from the Holy Spirit and moving on them, there's nothing like it. Stay connected to the Word of God. Stay connected in prayer. Be the best vessel that you can be. We thank you, Lord, for this word that came forth today. Powerful scriptures, Lord, that you bring forth for us. Help them ingrain in us 
that we may be better vessels for you. Lord, help us to bring more into the kingdom that are lost. Help us to be great vessels for you and great examples for your kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come together today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.